0: Monday, everybody, and welcome in to another episode of the PHMX Suns podcast. I'm Lindsay, that's Saul, that's Gerald, that's Espo. Gentlemen, did you have a good weekend?
2: I did. I saw Yellow Card for the first time. That was dope.
0: What's that's Yellow exciting. Card? Oh, a
2: band. Remember Ocean Avenue? There's, There's a, a place, place on off Ocean, Ocean Avenue, Avenue where, where I used to sit and, and talk with, with you. you.
0: We were both 16, 16 and-, and it <laughs> Get it? No. Really? Well, Damn. that's disappointing.
3: I guess brothers don't get yellow card.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: um, well. My favorite
0: one was you posted uh, Mayday Parade. Yeah. That song was like the song of like a year and a half of my life.
2: Jamie all over. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was a great album. Absolutely loved it. But yeah, it was a good time. Went to a rock show for the first time in quite a while. Yeah. So. As
0: well, Saul, do you guys well, do
4: anything fun? I went to Drunk Shakespeare. Oh, and that how was that? that? And that was an experience, I will say that. Yes. In a good way? In a good way. It was a lot of fun. I mean, it was everything you'd expect and more. I wound up chugging a beer on stage while the guy that gets drunk mm-hmm. ha- was trying to make a, a balloon animal. And if he couldn't make the balloon animal before I finished, he had to take another shot. So, like, they'll pause <laughs> the sp- Shakespeare thing uh, so the guy has to take more shots, and then it gets crazier and crazier as they go on. It's so, pretty fun. So, who won? Oh, I won. I kicked his ass. Nice. Like, <laughs> I
2: kind of
3: want to try this out now. This yeah. sounds fun. It's, yeah. right, it's right down here. Yeah. yeah it's right yeah. in the Arizona
0: Center. It's fantastic. So, how about you?
3: I didn't do much of anything. I actually did see Oppenheimer finally. Did okay. you? I saw, no spoilers. I'm so, seeing it tonight. So, I, uh, what's funny is, is I didn't realize I bought a ticket for Sunday, and uh, I went on Saturday, and I scanned, and I went in. She let me in. Oh, and then like uh, you know me and my attention span, I got about an hour in. And I was like, "All right, I, I, I'll just I'll come back tomorrow." Oh, <laughs> so,
0: you so, split <laughs> it up into two so days.
3: So I left, and I came back the next day uh, about an hour <laughs> later, and caught the last two hours of it. It was fantastic. I loved it. It, it wasn't that is the most
0: salt thing it's ever. Bomb,
3: so. It's it's <laughs> yeah. It, it'll, it'll, oh my god! Yeah, it was so no, it was cool. I, it was kind of complicated to follow along with with all the names, but, yeah, yeah it was good. Oh,
0: it's, it's
4: all had a notebook. He was checking. <laughs> I was like, what
0: the fuck? I mean, you kind of, right? I'm going to have so many questions afterwards. I
2: already subtitles. Yeah.
0: Um, I had a pretty good weekend. Uh, it didn't end well, though. Well, it it was fine when I went to bed, but when I woke up to start the week today, I was really upset. Because last night when I had posted the bread poll, the bread draft on Twitter, <laughs> uh-huh. I was in the very clear lead. I mean, granted, it was closer, mm-hmm. but I had like a handful of percentage above you guys mm-hmm. in the votes. And right now I'm looking at it and I'm in third place and I'm a little bit confused. It's Gerald espo tied at 27 percent, mm-hmm. me with 25 and Saul rounding us out at 21 percent. And I feel some type of way about this. What
4: is there to be confused about? Your bread draft sucked. Gerald and I were superior. I, but that's I,
0: not I, even remotely there's, close there's, to
4: the
3: truth. And you know it. There's two things. There's two things at play here. Number one, Espo was pandering all morning long. That's trying true. Espo literally quoted me like 85 I have, times. I have my alerts set vote. to everybody on this panel. Yeah. And I got like 18 of them from Espo it was this three morning. Three times. Right. Okay. Look, and then look, the other thing. The other thing. Is three times more than everybody else, and then the other thing is that Gerald's got a big, a huge following, and people love him. I like, just re- that's, I that's didn't why even... Gerald and Lindsay win most of these because people love them so much. Th- let's, they let's absolutely not... hate Espo and I, let's so not... we always come in third and fourth.
2: I, let's not diminish our taste here either, because <laughs>
0: because when when I put out my movies, that was bad. Yeah, that was bad. I mean, you that did get rough. you
3: did get dropped Y'all pretty walked. hard on that one. Right? Um,
0: okay. I still stand by my choices. So, but it, you can't say that it's just the name attached to it you can't say that
4: if you vote for me all of garden bread sticks for everybody all right all you can eat more let's do it i know Yeah, i want to win one of these (laughs) what what does it matter it's the middle of summer i'm gonna pander (laughs) for something i want to win one i
3: I, i've I, i i'm thoroughly convinced that i could have the best list ever i still wouldn't win
2: Pander to I people. was I was surprised. I don't pander to people. I was surprised by the results when we made up our G League teams and you were like last by a significant portion
3: and that you was and without I, names That attached. was
0: yeah. I was shocked too. I felt yeah, like I you and I had way better choices. At least that, that
3: one SPO made League. me feel better because it was unnamed. Yeah. So it's just But I think people took that like literally. Like I don't think like knew yeah, this yeah no they did. Really. If they, you they, didn't listen to the pod then you don't understand what we were really talking about. So you just think that that's really illegitimate.
0: still freaking fun.
3: Yeah, I think like it was that's the, the whole city purpose. that I was the ahead G-Lean of my time. Team if I would have waited a week
0: facts. You to waited do a that, a
3: bit. <laughs> it would have been perfect. That would have yeah. hit too close. Oh, so. No, no
0: we would have been on board with it. We would have been like, yeah, bring in the aliens. Let's go. So
4: uh. says Jay. So right. He says that's mm. supposed to be winning by a lion- landside. Mm. A Travis. You want so to read all the other comments? Why would I read the stuff praising Saul? That's not by a
0: um, well, here's the deal. It's 3.07 p.m. on Monday. You have five hours and four minutes left to vote. If you have not gone over to Twitter at phnx underscore suns, if you feel some type of way about those numbers uh, I read to you a little bit earlier and you'd like to have I your voice to, heard.
3: Head over to where?
0: phnx underscore suns. No, no, no.
3: What platform? Um,
0: uh, it's twitter i don't care what you say let's go it's twitter for me forever until i stop clicking because on my phone i have all the socials on one line right so it was facebook twitter tiktok instagram and i keep clicking on facebook because it's blue mm-hmm. like twitter should be
2: mm-hmm. and
0: now that twitter is black with an x i think it's tiktok so i keep I don't know. It's just until I can get that figured out, it's still Twitter. It's,
2: it's so close to TikTok and to threads. They're and They're both like threads. black with like a little white... I have
0: threads on another page, though, because I just don't do it that
2: often. Yeah, that's fair.
4: Look, anytime that you can take a brand that's uniquely you, <laughs> throw it away, and make it look like your competitors, you should do it.
2: <laughs> I think Josh Ko- Kogi said it best this morning when he tweeted, woke up like, what the fuck this X on my phone? <laughs> <laughs>
0: By the we way,
4: sign up for all sorts of new X accounts. Vote for me. That's the way to do it. I appreciate
0: it Lord you have mercy. Aww. Now he's resorting to cheating. <laughs>
2: What's wrong with this
0: kid? Espo. My
2: goodness. <laughs> he really wants to win this one.
0: All right, guys. Let's <laughs> dive on into some Suns talk. Uh, first and foremost, uh, we got news today of quite a few Suns players who will be participating in FIBA basketball. First and foremost, DeAndre Ayton is... Playing for the Bahamas in the FIBA Olympic pre qualifying tournament of the Americas, I think he looks really sleek in this jersey. I'm, like, I'm a fan of this jersey. It's very basic, mm-hmm. but I really like it.
4: I can't get over the the guns. He looks jacked. Let's get the season started.
3: He looks yeah. like skinnier than I think he's going to look. Like his <laughs> his arms are defined. Don't get me wrong, but he he, he looks so thin. He's like always he been weight. like that. Though. I know he has.
2: I don't know, but he just. I don't know. Just I'm excited to see how the shoes pop with those uniforms. I think yeah. they'll pop pretty nice. Those would be pretty dope. Yes. Yeah.
4: It's easier to dunk when you're that buff. Yeah.
0: And then we also got word uh, from Mark J. Spears. So this one's a little bit different because in all of the graphics and posts we've seen about the Team Bahamas for FIBA, Eric Gordon has not been on it, but Mark J. Spears said Eric jo- Eric Gordon is reportedly also playing for the Bahamas team. So I don't know if there's, like, just some behind-the-scenes dotting of the I's, crossing of the T's to get done before this becomes official. Yeah, But it seems as if he'll be playing alongside uh, D.A. as well.
2: Yeah, I think that's what it is. So hopefully he'll be added to that here soon. And that'll be a cool experience once that happens. Um, Him and D.A. get to build a little little chemistry on the court together. So that's cool. Wasn't he born in
4: Indiana? I need to know what the... How far back you have to go. With Eric to, Gordon? Yeah, Eric Gordon. Before you are uh, are capable of playing for a country. Like, could I play for Italy because my, you know, my great-grandparents came from Italy? I mean, uh, I mean I my know. athletic ability would probably prohibit it, but could my family tree allow it
2: is what I'm interested so, in. So quick Google search. It's his uh, mother who's a native his of mother. the Bahamas. All right. yeah.
0: so, so that's just one generation, one generation then. Generation, so that's yeah. not really that but, far off. No,
4: it isn't. What are you is one generation? three great-grandparents were from
0: i would be curious to know though because like i know Devin has really embraced his hispanic heritage Mm -hmm. would he be open to playing for a different team at some point (laughs) because that is one of the cool things about seeing more international players and uh like biracial players being able to kind of choose who they want to represent in these international games i mean the fact that
3: he's already played for usa so if he if he hadn't Maybe. Cool. But since you already did play for USA, you can't go jump and ship. This ain't did, free agency. Didn't Eric Gordon <laughs> play for Team USA at one point? Did
4: he? I feel like he did in one of the FIBAs. Let's so do we, another quick we may have that. We may have that situation here.
0: Yeah, and like Jay and Chris brought up like dual citizenship too. I don't know. I just think it's it's an interesting dynamic to add to the mix of it and I yeah. think it they, would be really cool to be able to play for he, both of the countries. Are
3: they talking about Book dual citizenship or
2: Eric Gordon dual
3: citizenship? I'm guessing
0: Eric Gordon because yeah. I don't think I don't Book think is a Book dual, dual citizenship. Citizen.
2: So, yeah, Gordon played on the 2010 FIBA World Championship team for the U.S. that won gold in Turkey. Interesting.
0: See, but I kind of like being able to play for both countries that you represent. Okay. I think that's cool. Here's
4: mm-hmm. a question. If you're an athlete, you never got the call to play, say you're from from the U.S., but you know you can go get dual citizenship to play for another country so you can get into the Olympics, would you do it? Would you get dual citizenship just so you could play for another country and make it into the
0: Olympics? Well, I think if the dual citizenship was received based on, like, your parents, then that's one thing. If it's through like a marriage or something, I don't know. I'm not saying would, would you
4: count. go marry somebody.
0: No, but like if Olympics, you are married to somebody yeah. who you could get citizenship in the country of their origin, I don't think that necessarily would be that might be a little off. But if you're if you have a mom who is from Mexico and a dad who's from the U.S. and you're a dual citizen through your parents, then I'm totally on board with that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it just depends. It's a part on your, of who you are, your family situation, and how closely tied you are to that country that you yeah. would want to be representing. So I think it would probably be like a case by case basis. That's kind
3: yeah. of the thing. That's the thing is like how closely tied are you to that country because and the community? Like if you like, oh, I went there one time in a summer for like a week, and that's it. Like, what are we doing here? Like, you if you're born and raised in the, in America, then you should represent the USA. Yeah, but, but that's are not good opinion. enough to do. Well, <laughs> but well, you can get it fair. out of another country. <laughs> it is true. That's, that's also right. fair.
0: So we have a couple other players uh, from the Sun Squad who will be participating. You know, Wat- Watanabe, Watanabe. Uh, sorry, playing the uh, FIBA World Cup for Japan.
4: Mm-hmm. And it's in Japan, correct? Isn't, that, isn't he playing in his home country? I think so.
0: And then Chemezi Mehtu. Like, you I look, always I do it this. I don't, I don't know why, why you ask <laughs> these <at Gerald laughs> Because when I'm not sure, I kind of just throw it out there. As, yeah. uh, oh, <laughs>
3: <I'll make something laughs> Instead of me looking like the idiot, yeah. I want to make all of you look like the idiots. <laughs> I love it.
4: Gerald's always got the computer. I have to, like, try to type on the iPad. He's got the computer there. So I'm going to stop doing that And then Mehtu
0: is playing for Nigeria, also in FIBA Olympic pre-qualifying tournament at the Americas. So quite a bit of representation on the sun squad around there.
2: The host countries are the Philippines, Japan, and Indonesia.
0: Look at that! I knew what I was talking
2: about. Thanks to Gerald's Google search, you knew thirty-three uh, percent of what you were talking. About.
4: Uh, <laughs> I want to do something. Can I pitch an idea to you guys? For sure, FIBA. Sure. I think we should we should randomly pick four teams to cheer for, and then we choose people from our diehards, and and we'll draw their teams, and then we see who can actually win. The FIBA World uh, World Cup here, right? their World Championship. Okay. I think it'd be kind of fun to give us a rooting interest outside of the U.S. for the teams that, that yeah. our guys are on. Well, for we it. can, we, yeah.
2: The top four, though, we need to make sure we have like a that uh, we em? like no, <laughs> like Nigeria, Japan, U.S. and um, and Bahamas, yeah. so that we have like <laughs> teams that actually have sons ties to root yeah. for as well.
3: What? Did I say something funny? No, so, fucking
2: Dagoon did. It's so, it's so stupid. It's so
3: stupid. He says, <laughs> So Shaman could play for Candy Assistan. <laughs> I don't know why. He's not even good enough to play for them. He caught I? me slipping. Oh, I'm not throwing shade <laughs> I at <did>. Shaman. <laughs> Are you sure about that? You're I just did. Calling it to light,
2: <laughs> I well, it caught me by surprise. <laughs> I
3: didn't expect the random Shamit stray.
2: The bar is this. so low for <laughs> your entertainment at random Shamit strays. <laughs> it, it <laughs> is. Dago- it Dagoon's is. Uh, second comment's even better. Though. <laughs> he's not even here anymore. He doesn't even go here. <laughs>
3: he doesn't even go here. Did you
2: see his new haircut?
3: No. no. Oh, why? I mean, he cut, I mean, he's like he like went with the the waves on top, and it's like really low cut. He's completely revamped his image. I think he got some tats. I don't know.
0: I love that for him. Um, okay, so I saw a little bit of back and forth on Twitter when we first heard the news about DeAndre and playing for uh, Team Bahamas. Mm. Some people were against him participating and some people were on board with it. Mm. How,
3: how do you guys feel? Like, like, why? Why are they against it?
0: Just why? because maybe they, the oh, potential to get hurt, I guess, it would it, be the only logical explanation.
3: Probably the same people that bitch about him not working hard in the offseason. Right, let him play. Like, he's Jesus. Probably
0: not who ca- He can't
3: win. <laughs> you can't win with these people. Let I, I, him play. You represent your country. That's why you play the game. I think he should play because also he gets
4: working. He's going to come in in shape. He's going to come in with a focus of playing ball because he just done it. I don't I don't see a downside Mm-mm. here on this. You know, he I mean, obviously injury can happen, but injury can happen at a pickup game yeah. in, in at the practice center in September. Like that that's not
2: something it could to it could about. happen in warm-ups before your first home game. Yeah. Like we've seen it happen <laughs> in the most random situations. So holding him at like what these guys do in their offseason, as long as it's not a detriment to the upcoming season let them do whatever the well, hell they want I, it's their off season and these
4: are the same people who were celebrating book after the finals getting on a flight the day later yeah. to fly over to, to be in the He's olympics Built different. Right.
3: like come <laughs> on man like i'm not even trying to hear that shit no also I what if he balls out oh shit if he balls out man people <laughs> they're
0: gonna people lose gonna, their minds they're gonna lose
3: their damn minds <laughs> they really are
0: yeah i don't i don't have any issue with it whatsoever and i would also think that Um, being able to play for your home country would be something that is on your bucket list of things to do. Mm -hmm. And every player should have an opportunity to do that. If that opportunity is available to them without people questioning it, you know, know. he gets to have, I mean, it's something he takes great pride
4: in. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't he take the opportunity, especially when he's young like this? It's not, I mean, it's not like Eric Gordon, who's in his, you know, mid thirties going and playing extra ball deandre deandre's young so he can go represent his country you know like i i'm all for it and that's not a knock on eric gordon i'm just saying if your whole thing is well why why would you let this guy waste energy and all this you know yep. you'd have you should be saying it about the 30 year old doing it too yeah, yeah
0: absolutely well, i'm glad we're all on the same yeah, page just that get that off his back already. i figured we were but i just wanted to double check cause I, was, I knew it was a diss Discussion online,
3: I was a little surprised too because I uh, I think we had put something on the PHNX count like Are you cool with DA playing in this? And I was shocked at how many people were like, No, f no. Why too. is he doing that? Blah blah blah. I'm like, First of all, who the fuck are you? Like, <laughs> let the guy live. Let him play. Like, yeah. if any one of us had an opportunity to represent our country in whatever fashion, we would jump at the opportunity to do that. Like, why can't he? Just stop. You got to stop hating him for nonsense. Hate him for bad play. Cool. That's <laughs> fine. Whatever. Hate him because you think he doesn't have a work ethic on the court or he's not, you know, he's not playing with effort. I can see moments where you want to where you want to jump on him, But this stuff off the court it's is the just absolutely way. ridiculous. And it ain't it at all. Yeah. Just got to stop.
0: Uh, Ray promotions in the chat gets it said I get injured all the time playing pickup games
2: <laughs> with a thumbs up.
0: Speaking of promotions, let me tell you about our friends over at BetMGM. BetMGM has a ton of great promotions on their app, whether that's the Swing for the Fences promotion or a few other MLB ones they've got going on. They will have some for the NFL and the NBA as well when those two things begin again this year. So make sure you're not missing out on any of the fun action over at BetMGM. If you have not signed up for BetMGM yet, make sure you sign up using that bonus code. PHNX because that bonus code it gets you a few different offers depending on where you live but if you live in Arizona you place your first bet offer and receive up to 1000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. MGM. Again, make sure you use that bonus code, PHNX. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer.
1: Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred gambler. Colorado, DC, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call eight seven seven eight Hope and or text Hope and Y, four six seven three six nine New York. Call one-eight hundred-three two seven five zero five zero Massachusetts. Twenty one plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred next step Arizona, one-eight hundred-five two two four seven zero zero Nevada. One-eight hundred bets off. Iowa, one-eight hundred, two seven zero, seven one one seven for confidential help. Michigan. One-eight hundred-nine eight one zero zero three Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario.
4: Lindsay, do you know what gummies are? I do. OGs are gummies, and they're really good. Get OGs. <laughs> you know, if I, oh, he's, he's look, a Look, I, guy was, guy. Told that oh, I, I he's, was told he's, that he's I'm correct not correct supposed to to Listen, be fun in our no, ad reads. That, so so that's I, uh, not at all what happened. Saul so so
3: got caught in what? his own lie so. today, and it got his feelings hurt so because of it. Yeah, Saul so so told tell me, as the
4: GM told me, no more fun, fun reads. Make it quick. So, so that's, oh geez, not at all. Yeah. This man. <laughs> <not>
3: at
2: all. <laughs> this man was holding on to this offhand joke that he in our yeah. meeting
3: yeah. and held it all the way until and, now. And, and when you made the joke, we all bypassed it and just kept going on with the conversation. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) and he kept coming
0: back to it
3: I thought he would forget it by now but clearly he didn't so you know what I don't forget how great OG's taste you gotta get in on these OG's
0: maybe you just need an OG
4: yes, (laughs) like the,
0: the happy balance one because we clearly made you mad today so I recommend the happy balance for you so you can find that like sweet spot
2: now i'm getting interrupted at ad
0: oh,
4: oh, oh god! god. that's how this all started
2: because he got so upset on the show last <laughs> week because he thought he got interrupted we played the tape back he interrupted himself he by yes. going off on a separate tape yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> he's
0: like well i would finish this ad read <laughs> if you guys would stop interrupting <laughs> us uh it was you that interrupted yourself Bro, I went back on Friday because when he said that during the show, I was like, wait, hold on. Maybe I tuned somebody out. And so when I got home on Friday night, I purposely went back and rewatched that. And he interrupted himself and then yelled at the three of us for interrupting the first ad read. And uh, I lost
4: I, it. I'd like. this
0: so great.
4: I'd like everybody on the show to acknowledge i didn't make this ad read long you all did uh the og's lineup is stacked with the new fruits and creams assorted pack their sleep edition gummies the strawberries and cream happy balance that Lindsay says i need to take because apparently i'm unbalanced uh the lightweight friendly mini og's or pals at og's most definitely have something for you we highly recommend you check them out at og's brands.com and on instagram at ogs brands you can also find their products at your local dispensary must be 21 years or older
0: yes and of course you guys know we love using game time when we are checking out games or concerts in town or out of town espo is going to see one in vegas here soon and uh game time it's the best place for you to snag tickets without the stress. You can download the Game Time app. You create an account and use that code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do, ag- do apply. And again, all you have to do is create an account, redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. I love how on Game Time you can literally find tickets to certain things for like $7. <laughs>
3: I can't get out. I can't get the skit out of my head of Charlie Murphy talking about Rick James saying, what kind of person would I be to to put my foot on somebody's couch? And then like five minutes later, yeah, so I put my foot on his couch.
0: <laughs> what the fuck?
3: That's exactly what Aspo did to himself. Oh, my goodness.
4: I— Lindsay interrupted me today. I'd just like the record to show that. Oh,
0: I was man. just trying to help you. That was no help. I, I was trying where, to help you. I knew where I was going. Thank you. with your need for some balance <laughs> now, and then also to get you back on track with your ad read. Again, You're welcome. She me on balance. You're welcome. Blind step. Somebody's got <laughs> <come laughs> to look out for you. You're welcome. I'm just. She's like, not
3: wrong, Henry. Huh, <laughs> I'm
0: not wrong. <laughs> okay. So, last week, we told you guys that Tuesdays, since Trade Machine Tuesday has been. Laid to rest mm-hmm. for the foreseeable it future. It's not dead. It's <laughs> really R.I.P. Dirt. R.I.P. Trade Machine It's taking sabbatical. We were rebranding. Um, so it was either Trending Tuesdays, Topical Tuesdays, Toes Out Tuesdays. I think we landed on Topical Tuesday just because I think the graphic could be really funny. Thank God. Um, but I want the chat to weigh in. Since I sang Trade Machine Tuesday, who mm-hmm. should sing the jingle for Topical Tuesday? Out of these three guys. Emma, do you want to put out a poll in guys. the chat?
2: I thought it was out of everybody.
0: I sang the last one. Did we
2: so, it down to so these wait, three? why does it have wait, to be... What if the people want a see? Yeah, we
3: yeah, want more Lindsay. Yeah, Lindsay, I'm, put, I'm putting your name in winner. here. Come on now.
0: I put your name We're in there. we trying this. to make a whole Oh album. yeah, oh
3: yeah, she put your name in there. <laughs> Too bad. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> Bitch, watch. We're gonna make a Listen, I can only do one song in a five year span. That's all you get.
3: That's not what it says. Because you act like Trade
0: Machine Tuesday is actually dead? It's going to come back. I can't just be the one out here singing all the things. Yes, you can.
3: First Damn. of all, you don't sing she's, any of the things.
0: I literally <laughs> sang pop of this show.
2: One time you
0: she
3: sang. She
2: sang one time and now she's got
0: this yeah.
3: Mariah character. Yeah, mentality. I know, right? Gonna like, t- oh, I'm no. going to collect my royalty
2: every
0: do five this. years. No. Blah, blah, blah. That one Christmas song. I'm going
2: to
0: hey get up, my Hey, <laughs> 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 I'm the best backup singer. Had.
2: Oh man, <laughs> that's unreal. So, anyway,
0: Lindsay, you guys should vote.
2: I hope y'all are voting for Lindsay. You, you and
0: Gerald are tied right now. Chris,
2: well, yeah. don't
4: I'm give right it to right. asshole. He'd
2: enjoy it too much. <laughs> he'd enjoy it. Too <laughs> much. Oh, see,
0: okay. Here's the thing. David said put Emma in the poll, and I wanted to have Emma do it. That's so a good
2: point, David. Emma,
0: whoever wins the top two, and then with you in there. <laughs> Deal. Deal. Right, Deal. Okay, I'll give it to
1: you. <laughs> yes. There we go. Alright, oh, so we're
0: getting a little ahead of ourselves here because we did see some things over the weekend on social media.
4: Hold on, David has the best idea. Duet. Yeah. Oh. Yes.
0: You guys do it together. Oh. Full <laughs> chorus.
2: I don't know, I kind of like Will Capitan's enthusiasm of just no. no. <laughs> no.
0: This show does not need that. Like no is than. a complete sentence. Oh. A full sentence. oh man.
2: Um.
0: Okay, so we did see some cool stuff on the internet over the weekend. We got a our first look at Devin in the newest version of 2K. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like this was pretty good. Like, does he have a little bit of a unique look on his face? Sure.
2: A little bit of a scowl. He's got some real side eye going. He there, looks but... a little
0: angry, but for the most part, like, it's insane how far video games have come when mm-hmm. it comes to creating players and their likeness.
3: He looks like, like, I just woke up on an angry book. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, his face is a little puffy around the eyes. You know, like... Oh, yeah, it looks fine. It looks just like him,
2: yeah.
4: I, I thought he kind of had that
3: when Will Smith started to get that
2: allergic <laughs>
4: reaction in hitch. yeah, where it just oh, no. it puffed a little bit and then mm-hmm. it went full puff
2: yeah he he looks like he just got whistled for a foul that he doesn't agree with and that's spot on well, so I'm, but
0: like even the shape of his mouth like that's the that's the shape of his mouth when he does get whistled for a foul. yeah. It's a little bit of like, like a little bit of a pucker where mm-hmm. he's kind of wanting to mumble something but holding it back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like this is pretty spot on to be yeah. completely honest that with looks you. Good. But the question is,
2: mm-hmm.
0: what do his teammates look like? Because we posted this again on Twitter at PHNX underscore Suns, <laughs> and Ish Wainwright responded to us being like, "But did NBA 2K get me right this year, or do I still look like a create a random player?"
3: <laughs> yeah, you probably still look like a create a random player. I'm pretty sure about that.
0: Did they? Up. He, if they didn't scan him,
4: he's definitely gonna look like career. a random career, you know, uh, my career player. So, How
2: I think guys? that's on ish. Did they scan
0: you or not? Like, How many
2: guys do they scan? Well, most, I, like summer league, the they
0: have it. Well, in years past, anyway, I didn't see they it did. this year. But in the back of the Thomas and Mack Center, they have the scanning machine, like in one of the tunnels, okay. and basically anybody and everybody who comes through summer league goes oh. in and gets a scan. Okay. Yeah. And it's, and he, it's he a was legit there. scan. So, yeah, no. if he went in and did mm-hmm. a scan, in theory, it should look much better.
4: Well, Hopefully. Which I'm guessing he didn't because if he's asking that, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to guess they didn't go through that effort. So, Well, Poor-ish. I mean,
0: even with a scan, I'm sure they do add extra energy into making the top guys look sure. really good. Right. But he was there last year.
4: Yeah, but it he wasn't was. he a two-way? I wonder if they. Well, no,
2: he was playing on the team last year, so yeah, maybe he didn't have time after post game to like stop stop <laughs> by the scan machine or something. I don't know. Yeah.
4: I I don't know how they. Maybe we can get Ronnie Two K on to find out how they decide which guys towards the end of the roster they actually scan and don't. Your yeah. buddy's with Ronnie, right?
2: I interviewed him <laughs> one time. <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing it. <laughs> I'm just going to keep putting me on the spot.
0: If you guys could be in any video game, which one would you want to be in?
4: Ooh. Mortal Kombat. Ooh.
0: Really? Why? Because That's... of me. A
4: guy that looks like me. i well, in like Mortal you, Kombat. You put zero a thought room? into
0: that. You knew I exactly. Know. How long have you already th- thought about this I idea? Literally
4: just on the spot there. Because I was like, what would be the funniest thing? This in Mortal Kombat, just dressed <laughs> like this, a finishing move. Like it'd be funny shit. So.
3: Ooh, man. I don't know. I, I would want to, I would want a first player game. So like maybe, you
2: know, like I Assassin, don't want any of you <laughs> like Assassin's Creed or some shit. Okay. okay that'd yeah. be dope. Cool. Um, I would go either the legend of Zelda or party. Cause I feel like playing some of those mini mini games in real life would actually be pretty fun.
0: Yeah, that'd be
4: fun. I, I got one other. When they bring NCAA football back, I want to be a 42-year-old freshman in NCAA football. <laughs>
0: there you go. <laughs> You're just trying to live out your dreams. Yes, be a <laughs> game. I support it. Um, I think I'm with you, Saul. Probably like a first-person game and a shooting game, of course.
4: Yeah. Which uh,
0: one? If not that, it would Gold be. Nine? I mean, that would be fun. Mm. But nobody plays it anymore.
4: You wouldn't yeah. be able to tell it was you You wouldn't either. want to be in personal. a Fortnite
0: I mean, sure, I would do that. Totally. Everyone's in Fortnite. Yeah. Would, Literally, you, everyone is yeah, in Fortnite. Wouldn't you want go? to be one of the Pokemon and
4: Pokemon Go that somebody can get?
0: No, I mean, I feel like if I was keeping <laughs> like an like an old school style one, it would be like a Mario. No.
2: Oh, Mario! like Lindsay a Super
0: Mario Brothers type one would yeah. be fun.
2: Lindsay would be the one Pokemon that you can't catch. You can't can't catch them
0: all. (laughs) It would just pop up and then disappear. This Pokemon has fled. This
2: Pokemon went to bed. (laughs) She got sleepy.
0: Yeah, it would be a struggle bus, that's for sure.
4: Oh, man. What would be the lamest video game you'd want to be in? Sim
3: City. Uh, Sims, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm
4: a cop
2: troller in Sim-, Sim-, Sim City.
0: But that game super popular. People still play well, it. Do know, they not? Yeah, nope.
2: I, I never understood the appeal, to be honest with I you. I mean, I so, won't lie.
0: I played Sims for probably like six months. Did
2: you? Yeah. Grand but Theft Theft it got Auto's boring good. after
0: a while. Grand Theft Auto would be super would be fun, dope. actually.
2: I'm <laughs> surprised you didn't say NBA Jam, to be honest with you.
0: That's true.
4: You can't really tell who who those guys are in old school NBA Jam. If they made a new one, sure. But that's Yeah,
0: You know what a really great place is?
4: (laughs) P-H-N-X.
0: Circle K. Oh, okay. (laughs) Circle K is the best place to get premium gas, coffee, beer, snacks, Polar Pops, you name it. Circle K has it for you. Make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff that Circle K has to offer. And right now, if you text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club, you're going to get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Bops. So head to circlek.com slash door dash locator to find a Circle K near you.
4: Lindsay, you know what's a great place?
0: What's a great place? Ask, well tell me.
4: Four Peaks.
0: It is their a great Eighth
4: Street Pub is spectacular. Stop it! <laughs> All right, I'll cut <laughs> it out. Uh, yeah, check out our friends at Four Peaks, official craft beer of the Arizona Diamondbacks, who made a big trade today. You should crack open one of their Rattle on Red ales and uh, so and cheer the fact that they actually got a freaking closer, so maybe they can win a game. That's great. Also, check out for our D-backs takeovers that we're going to be doing at the Four Peaks Tap Room out there at Chase Field, one of the best venues in the whole ballpark. And check it out yourself when you're at your next D-backs game. Make sure to check out Four Peaks at at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest Arizona's hometown brewery. must be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks. Please drink responsibly, and thank you for not interrupting me.
0: You're welcome. (laughs) Also, our friends over at Shady Rays, they have the best when it comes to premium polarized sunglasses at affordable prices. They also offer the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every (laughs) pair of sunglasses is backed by the lost and broken replacement. So, if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. They've got your back long after you purchase and exclusively for our listeners. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. God, the chat is... It's a bummer that that you could not interrupt
4: me. You read the second to last chat there, and you'll understand why I got a little caught off
0: guard. (laughs) No, that one is for the chat only. Sorry. Sorry, audio listeners. You're just going to have to come back. Can oh. read the chat.
4: I am married to Tracy, so yes, I signed that deal. That's
0: okay, right. so uh, this is so annoying. You guys are the worst.
2: Why? This Why? stupid
0: poll. Who
2: voted you in?
0: <laughs> oh, what happened boom, on the poll? What, what happened? What's going on, oh, on the poll? What happened?
4: <laughs>
3: what was what, 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 what? the tally? You're doing better than
0: you did in the red Poll. I'm better than a red Poll, Lindsay. So, did you guys? <laughs> <laughs> like, Their voices
2: kept one upping each other in high octiveness.
3: you <laughs> <laughs>
2: Why seriously. are you
4: just at? This is we're almost in year two yeah. of doing this. Doing a lot's time. wrong with us, Lindsay. I see I'm real aware, tears.
0: but
3: it just <laughs>
4: steps up and knocks everything. Somebody on Twitter said, "Sol and I are the funniest two people that they know." That's so right. <laughs> we just gotta
0: keep it going. That's right. Oh my god! So uh what does it say? So. 34% have voted for me, 30% have voted for Gerald. Okay. 20% Espo and 16% Salt. <laughs> <You> mean-
2: <laughs>
3: Finally! My losing polls is paid off! Let's go! What?
2: Damn.
0: Now man. I
4: think we should have a runoff between Lindsay and Emma. <laughs> I think so.
2: I
0: we said the top two Gerald, Lindsay, and okay, Emma. Okay, fine.
2: Okay. Because they are so tired, aren't I was they? trying. Well, no, no I'm 4% was less, less. I am trying to help you there. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the math was a mathing for me.
0: Uh, Edward said no pleasing Lindsay. She complains about not winning the poll, and then complains like, <laughs> she won one. I mean, listen, Edward, this was not the poll that I wanted to win, though. Yeah, no, that's the problem.
2: It's tough. Okay, oh my God. so we have a new poll in Lindsay the
0: chat. <laughs> Gerald, Lindsay, or Emma, okay. place your votes, y'all. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> Lord it's nice to have mercy. Oh my gosh,
3: I want Lindsay to sing so bad.
0: I'm <laughs> So disappointed, like, but don't you really want to hear Emma sing? No, do we, do we get to choose like,
3: the tune that it sucks.
0: I feel like Emma would be. <laughs> really
3: I know you, I know you this. feel like that, but I feel the opposite. Uh,
0: Lindsay, you're just saying
4: that because you don't want to sing.
0: No, because even when we threw out the idea before the show started of you singing it, I actually really loved that. Anyway, you guys get to decide, so vote in the chat. <laughs> So,
4: vote in the chat.
0: For the last couple of weeks, as you guys know, we have been mm. taking a look at the newcomers for this Phoenix Sun squad as well as the re signees. And we're going to continue that here right now in this uh, segment of the show. We're talking about Chemezi Metu today. We're going to take a deep dive into what his strengths are, what his weaknesses are. There is a very in depth article by Gerald Borgay over at GoPhNX.com if you want to read more about METU after the show ends. But, of course, we know he's a forward. He's 26 years old. He is 6'9 with a 7-foot wingspan. What are you guys feeling about his strengths and his weaknesses, maybe biggest concern with Chimezzi? Uh,
3: The biggest concern for me is is always forever going to be his consistency. Um, he's From people that you talk to in the league, uh, he's got the skills to be able to play at a consistent level and and be able to play at a high level. Hell, he could probably start for some teams if yeah. he could ever put it all together because he's got talent. It's just it's it's inconsistent. I don't I think his athleticism is um a little over overrated in my opinion compared to what other people like to say. Um they I mean shit, sometimes you'll read a you know some some info and you'll think that he's the next Vince Carter for crying out loud. I'm like, he's he's not like that, but he is good. He's a solid player. And I think if, if things fall in the right way for him, he could find himself as a valuable member off the bench. But you know, he had that opportunity last year in Sacramento uh, for a team that was on the rise and he could, you know, he, he, he wasn't consistent. And that's why you saw his numbers dwindle um, to just about virtually nothing by the time they got to the playoffs. So, That's my concern, consistency. Can he put it all together, and does he want it? Does he want it?
4: Yeah, Alvin Gentry, I caught up with him uh, at Summer League. He's obviously an executive now with the Kings, but also was – head coach there, said he was uh, Metu his own worst enemy, immensely talented, but great for what the Suns paid for him. And then another insider that I talked to said he's a really inconsistent player. When he's on, he's really good backup big, but when he's off, he's frustrating as hell. Doesn't that sound like somebody else? <laughs> you know? So let's uh, pump the brakes on getting too excited. Uh Obviously, he is athletic, like Saul talked about, really good around the rim, but it also sounds like a kid that hasn't figured it out at 26. And you hope being around the Devin Bookers of the world, the Kevin Durants, maybe that helps him get it kind of his head on straight. But to me, this is end of the bench guy that if you get into a situation like we saw, you
2: know,
4: last year where you have a lot of injuries, he can step in and at least play at a semi-NBA level. <laughs>
2: yeah, he's, he's an interesting question mark to me because I feel like... When I was going through his film, I was actually a little bit more impressed than my impressions of him beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, but my biggest question for him is his skill set doesn't seem tailored to what the Suns are going to need position wise. Like, obviously, right. they have a lot of guys that play multiple positions, but his best stretches with the Kings seem to come as a backup small ball five, not four. And if you look at the Suns' center rotation, they got DA, they got Drew Eubanks, uh, they just added Bull Bull into the mix. The four holds a little bit more opportunity for him to maybe get some minutes, especially if the Suns aren't ready to throw like Tumani Kamara out there as a rookie. Um, But he just doesn't have the three point shot to survive at the four spot. Like he only shot, I think 24% Mm -hmm. from three last year. One of the biggest things the Kings worked on over the last three years was trying to stamp out this mentality that he had as a pick and pop big. Because when he rolls, he's, he's very, he's a good leaper. Like he will dunk on people. Um, And I was kind of blown away by I think he shot in the 96th percentile in the league in terms of field goal percentage at the rim. And he loves dunking on people like he will get up. He will dunk on people. Um, We have another candidate alongside Drew Eubanks, Josh Akogi, in terms of guys that are going to get fans out of their seats with some of the stuff that he does. The Kings did a really good job (laughs) of leveraging his rolling ability. He's a good off ball cutter. Um, so he knows how to free himself up in the paint. It's just a question of can he do anything else, and can he be defensively aware enough to survive on the other end because that was the other uh, frequent complaint that I saw from King's people was he has the tools, he's a pretty good rim deterrent, but he doesn't get a ton of blocks, and when he switched onto the perimeter, he can be kind of a liability. So again, unless you're playing that guy as a small ball five to kind of mitigate that, I don't know if he has the awareness to survive at the four where he's probably going to be more involved in actions. I I really wondered
3: how much he was going to improve from the time he got drafted to now because, uh, you know, like I said, I I had seen him play in the Pac-12 multiple times and it was glaringly obvious that he was really tight in the hips and was not able to get that. Um, That perimeter, uh, you know, flexibility to be able to guard bigs on the perimeter. Um, D.A. (laughs) absolutely had his way with him multiple on multiple occasions. Um, And, you know, and so I I always want to go back to like if you think D.A. was was a problem. uh, Shemezi Metu is not going to be much of an answer for that either because he hasn't really grown as much as you would have liked, I think his athleticism has gotten a little bit, you know, bigger and stronger as as you would expect in the mm-hmm. NBA. But it hasn't developed to the point where he can be a consistent dominant and not even dominant, just a consistent contributor to a to a viable team. And I think that's going to be um, the thing to watch with him. I think small ball five is the only place uh, to some degree that you can play him, because if you have uh, if you play a team that has too much versatility on the perimeter from the four, you're toast with him yeah. and you, so he becomes a liability in that aspect so um and I and I think Shemezzi's to kind of counteract Bull Bull to a certain degree I think I know Bull Bull has the measurables which help make up for a lot measurables think, yes exactly. the measurables yes um but uh physically Shemezzi Metu will match up better against Biggs because he's a lot girthier <laughs> um, then, then Bull Bull.
0: So Jay in the chat said Frank will fix him, and I hope that is the case because obviously he spent time. Frank's got a lot um, of fixing to do. I know. There's, there's a lot of work to be done there, but he Except spent time Frank. with the San Antonio Spurs, the Sacramento Kings, and obviously within that time frame of him being on those two teams, we went from a team that wasn't really looking at the playoffs to a team that was finally there but maybe didn't have the ability to have a deep playoff run, or if they did, it would have been un- kind of surprising to now coming to a Suns team who you could definitely put in the bucket of contenders. How much does that force you to make yourself better? How much does it force you to spend extra time with Frank Vogel or with the big men coach or whomever it may be within that group of guys within the Suns organization that will? try to get the most out of you? And how much are you putting into growing and developing in your own game? Because as much as these guys, and we've talked about this before, being around guys like Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, will make you a better player, you also have to want it at the same time.
4: To be fair, though, in uh, 2021-22, he did average almost nine points and five and a half rebounds in 21 minutes per game. So we're not talking about a guy that completely lacks the ability to be a contributor on a team. But to your point, he shot 41% of his shot total that year from beyond the arc. Mm -hmm. If he sticks to what he's good at playing around the rim, being in the pick and roll, he could be serviceable if you have to get to that point where you're using him on a regular basis. I think this was more of a does, can this guy put it together in the system? Could he be a cost effective back up down you know this year and down the line uh by bringing him in and, and trying him out here I,
3: my my concern is, is that as the team as the kings got better his limits he, his minutes dwindled right mm. um which tells me that he didn't progress along with the with the other guys on that team or at least the system right like everybody adjusted to the system year 200 uh you know um what Forget, Mike, forget, Brown. Mike Brown, our mm-hmm. uh, year one and uh, Mike Brown. But everybody kind of progressively got better as the season went along. And by the t- end of that season, they were one of the funnest teams to watch in the league. Uh, Metu was not part of that fun. He was on the bench waving his fucking towel, watching everybody else. You don't really – you hope you get a little bit more than that from him here in Phoenix. So, again, it, it, listen, it's a good flyer to take. On a guy, it's not the end of the world if he doesn't work out. And as we talked about multiple times, if you can get out of this group of six to seven free, you know, um, you know, veteran free agents, if you can get three of them to work out, you won. You won.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: well,
4: I I think he's going to play more minutes than Bobol.
2: I I might be That's inclined to agree to with to that because I I think I <laughs> again I think people are really excited about Bobol, and I did, honestly don't know how much he'll play. I think Metu has a Shorter path to minutes, but I, I do think he'll be a regular season guy who again kind of mm-hmm. like with the Kings Gets axed from the rotation come playoff time unless there's an injury or something Because um, I think he only played six minutes in the Kings first-round series mm-hmm. and that's total um, But yeah, he can help especially with the 82 game grind like like I said, he is a really good finisher He is gonna have some highlights that are gonna surprise some people Um, If you go to my Twitter feed and watch the highlight clip I put together, I was surprised for a guy who played less than like 700 minutes last year, how many highlight dunks and alley-oops he had. Um, But outside of that, in terms of the efficiency near the basket, there are definitely some things in his game he'll have to work on if he wants to be... In the rotation of a team that's even that has loftier ambitions than the team he was on last year. Jero, can I give you
4: some stats on those dunks? Sure. I,
2: I did some statistical research. Did you? You'll be proud of me.
4: Sixty-four dunks was the second on the team, to, behind Demontis Sabonis, who had eighty-one. Despite playing twenty-one hundred fewer minutes mm-hmm. than uh, than Demontis Sabonis, yep. uh, he played sixty-six games, had sixty-four dunks, so. mm-hmm.
2: and he was, I think, eighth in the NBA in terms of what percentage of his shots were dunks. So most of his offense is going to be a dunk. He, he's the type of guy that if he gets the ball in the dunker spot or on the roll, guys make business decisions and get out of his way because they don't want to be on the wrong end of a poster.
3: While Capitan uh, in the chat says, some Kings fans want him to play and question the coach's decision to not play him. Uh, I have some Suns fans that are always in our mentions talking about, why is Darius Baisley not playing a lot more? <laughs> well, there's a reason why, and that's why.
0: Well, because uh, on the flip side, too, there's a lot of Kings fans that would describe uh, Chemezi as a conundrum. Mm-hmm. And I think that might go back to what your source mm-hmm. was saying, Espo, that like it, the talent is there. He just has to get out of his own way and find a way to put it all together to make it really powerful and useful as an nba player but i will say a lot of um king's fans that i did see talking about chamezi said that they like his his attitude Mm -hmm. he's got a little bit of spice maybe which is something that we have all talked about many times Mm -hmm. the sun's team needing somebody with a little bit of edge we saw him block uh dario Saric a few years back (laughs) we saw him and kd get into a little kerfuffle yeah. What well, is blocking Dario was,
4: Sarge? The dude gets like an inch off the court. Like, <laughs> let's on. not act like that. Either
0: which feat. way, <laughs> it still was there. But I think that's going to be something to keep an eye out for. He might he might become a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. But joining us now to talk more about Chimezi Met Metu is Skyler, also known as Kings Film Room on Twitter, covering the Sacramento Kings. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing today?
1: Of course, I'm. I'm doing great, and uh, thank you guys for having me on.
0: Okay, so tell us a little bit about Cimezie. Um, Like we were saying, Kings fans, they're kind of getting a mixed bag as far as reviews. Some Kings fans were saying they wanted him to play more. Others describe him as a conundrum. Some people talking about he'll be sort of a fan favorite with just the edge and grit he plays with. Where do you kind of stand on this?
1: Yeah, he's a bit of a polarizing player in that aspect. I think you'll like him as a person and his attitude because he definitely cares about winning and... He's just a, a great teammate overall. But he does he does have a lot of flaws and his style of play is uh it, it changes and I would say the it's it's tough to say if the negatives outweigh the positives or the other way around. But uh he, he's a fun player to root for and I think that Suns fans will like him in that aspect.
3: You know what was the what was if he had one skill that you could always point to that you feel like would be his most consistent? What would that be?
1: And the vertical spacing and athleticism is insane, and offensively, if you put him with a dunker spot or off ball just as a cutter, I think he's very effective. I still remember his very first game with Sacramento. He actually started as the four, and he probably got like five or six wide open laps and dunks in that first quarter, just playing off as a Sabonis. So he's a guy that knows how to play off the gravity of others. And if you put him in actions, he'll know how to slip screens and get himself open looks when two are drawn to a more skilled offensive player. And the Kings would also run sets just to get him uh, looks at the basket with that lob because he has an insane catch radius around the basket. They would run a double drag Spain set basically every game and they would probably get him a wide open dunk almost certainly with that with that Yeah. Set.
2: I was enjoying watching the highlights of those, but I I am curious because the fit here in Phoenix is an interesting one because their center rotation, it seems pretty stacked. And if you look at his usage with the Kings, maybe I'm wrong on this, but from the film I looked at, it felt like he played some of his more effective minutes as a backup five. Is that true? And how do you see him fitting in position wise here in Phoenix?
1: Yeah, he's definitely a backup five now, and that's the biggest thing for him this season and why he was the most effective is because the Kings finally settled him him into that role and they got him to stop shooting threes Mm -hmm. because every every time he would shoot a three or even take anything off the dribble, it's kind of a wasted possession. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I think that if, if he's on the court alongside the stars like Bradley Bill or Book or KD, he's going to find ways to get open looks. And he's just that type of guy off ball. He knows how to slip screens and utilize that gravity of others. So I think in that aspect, he'd be great. It, the King or the Suns, I I'm thinking about the roster. I'm not sure if they have a true, uh, real pick and roll ball handler threat in that second unit. Like the King said in Malik Monk last season, and he's a guy that could just throw that up to, uh, Mezzi every time. And with that second unit and, Get get a couple easy looks, just off of the pick and roll. I'm not sure if the Suns have that, so he'd be more effective when he's playing alongside the stars.
4: I, I don't watch a lot of Kings film. Uh, not even as much as Gerald. But looking at the stats, it pretty much suggests that he should never shoot threes. Is that correct?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's basically a wasted possession. It it's, it's as close to a turnover as you can get.
0: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> What, what can Suns fans look forward to with Chemezi?
1: He's definitely a fun player, and you'll get a lot of highlight reels. Like I said, the athleticism is insane. And just as a rim runner, and even as a person, too, I remember uh, like Rudy Gobert made a fadeaway this season, and Chemezi's reaction off the bench was hilarious, like <laughs> throwing like a fake clipboard down and just walking away. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in, that, in that aspect, he's a fun person to root for. And he's a great teammate that uh, will always be given his uh, 100% effort.
0: We love that.
2: Yeah, that's cool. What, what do you think is the key for him to kind of putting it all together? He's been described as a guy who maybe has the, the raw skills or the talent, but hasn't quite been able to piece it all together. What do you think is the next step in his progression as a player?
1: Offensively, it's still settling into that role because there are possessions where he will settle for threes or he'll try to do something off the dribble. And those possessions like I, I keep saying they're they're pretty much wasted possessions mm. and so you still want to cut down on those he did a great job in that aspect last season so uh, I, I feel good going forward about that and defensively it's tough to find a real scheme to fit for him because he's he has some mobility but you don't want him switched out in the perimeter like you'll see glimpses here and there where it's like oh he's stifling LeBron at the end of a game mm-hmm. but he's also throughout the course of the game, allowing multiple straight line drives to Austin Reese, who isn't exactly the most explosive player. And you can't really play like traditional drop coverage with him because he's just, he's undersized. He's like six, nine, Mm -hmm. even though he has some verticality and pop, he's just not a true shot blocker. So the Kings would traditionally play at the level. So he's a little bit higher on screens, Mm -hmm. but still that, that oftentimes does draw switches and it teams would kind of hunt him out there and just any guard, especially in that second unit that could apply downhill rim pressure would really, really give Chemezi problems at the basket. Even though I think a lot of the stats really do favor him. Mm-hmm. And there is something like players will shoot 5% less than their season average when Chemezi guarding them. The eye test really never backed that up. So I never bought it, but uh, that is a stat. <laughs> uh, apparently Chemezi is at a turn at the basket.
4: What, what was it at the end of, or the second half of last year that he kind of fell out of that rotation and fell out of favor uh with the coaching staff there
1: he was the pigeon yeah he, he he never gave like consistent minutes like the good and the bad it's just always tough to outweigh so some some points in the season mike brown would try to go another direction early in the season he tried Namiascada, and that probably lasted like three games and he went back to Chimezi. Uh alex lynn was dealing with some stuff all season uh his obviously everything that's going on in Ukraine uh, uh mm-hmm. Lynn's Ukrainian a lot of his family's out there yeah. so I don't know how much that was playing into Lynn because Alex Lynn didn't even get a chance until the end of the season mm-hmm. and then like the last 10 games Lynn finally cracks the rotation and now he's the backup big in the playoffs but I, w- I would say Alex Lynn made the most of his minutes so it's not too much I wouldn't say Chimezi did anything wrong because I think that he overall he was for a backup five he was passable and i don't have any problem with the minutes that he gave
4: congratulations you just said a phrase that's never been said in phoenix alex lynn making the most of
1: his minutes uh, <laughs> oh damn oh, come on, man. Come on
0: you didn't think yeah on this one king
1: king's fans feel a lot differently than suns fans about alex lynn <laughs> and i know yeah. like even hawks fans aren't big fans of him but he, king's fans both of his here, we've had pretty good experiences with him, to be honest.
4: Yeah, well, Kings fans didn't draft him fifth overall, so <laughs> a lot easier to like him when he's the backup. So.
0: He's found his his place.
4: Yes. Alex is a nice man. Yes. I'm just
0: saying it like it is. <laughs> oh, so. man. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate your insight and everyone who is watching and listening right now. Make sure you go give Skyler a follow at Sac Film Room on Twitter. Thank you again.
1: Of course. Thank you guys.
0: See you later. Okay, guys, we have to look at this poll.
4: I think Lindsay's saying we are (laughs) tied, thirty-six to
0: thirty-six. No way, Lindsay and Emma, thirty-six to thirty-six percent. Gerald with twenty-seven percent.
2: Get your votes in there now,
0: people.
3: A duet? About ten more seconds before we We, close this duet. duet We we actually don't. Yeah, a duet. duet. Close it. We're duetting it. I don't know.
0: What do we do? Do we give an extra? Until nope. the show ends nope. we officially, we do it. I think we do we duet it. we come up with some sort of ridiculous shenanigans?
3: Yeah, duet you two. I don't know. Yep, Lindsay Stolling. <laughs> I have to do it because she's really hoping it, that Emma? somebody's coming no, through for him at the last second. <laughs> no, we're not doing it. doing
0: it right now. We don't oh, even know what we're oh, singing. You fuck, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> But we had already agreed on nope. a duet. No, what, what
4: is it now? How far is the 36 separation? 36 to
0: 35, Gerald 20. No, Gerald's at 30% now. Oh, Gerald. How the
4: hell Gerald. <laughs> Gerald, Coming up on Gerald. the outside, it's Gerald Girth on the outside. <laughs> oh, Can oh he win?
0: Oh.
2: 37, Give fuck. Uh, ah, winning. Right. No,
0: because we had agreed we'd do a duet.
2: Unreal.
0: We literally had said that before you <laughs> told me to. Like, okay, okay, next? okay. There's, there's three of you.
1: Mm. What do you think? Duet or Lindsay?
0: Well, Gerald's oh. technically in the mix of this. But not anymore.
2: He's not. Not uh, anymore.
4: I'm voting duet.
2: Yeah. I want like layered vocals, like in Step Brothers, when <laughs> they're singing in the car as a family. Can we auto-tune That's it too?
0: You're gonna <laughs> have to. Especially if you're asking for layered vocals. Like, hello, did you not hear the Trade Machine Tuesday song? <laughs> Your expectations are very high. We'll get DJ
4: Father to mix this. Don't you worry. Yep.
0: Mm. All right, guys. I thought I would be happy at the end of the show, but I'm really not. Uh, Y'all have let me down.
2: (laughs) This is like when she woke up and saw the bread pole all over
3: again. Really? (laughs) It's
0: literally been the worst Monday of all Mondays.
3: (laughs) This is the the downside of everybody looking at Lindsay. Oh, look, Emma's finally leading.
0: 36%. So it's got to be a duet. It's got to be. It's just got to be.
2: Do it. Sheesh. Give the people what they want. All right. Let's Topical do it. Tuesday. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm so upset. All right. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with us. Uh, no thanks to anybody who voted for me in the poll, but <laughs> we appreciate you being here anyway. We'll be back tomorrow at 3 p.m. with another show for you. So plan to come hang out with us then. Until then, you can follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore you can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at SaulBookman. You can follow Gerald at GeraldBourget. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home.
4: I'm going to give the people what they want. The Nookie Monster will be freestyling on it as well.
3: Ahoy, hoy! Retro, Telephonics <laughs> Metro, Megasin Control, and he ain't never going to let go. Xdo. Lindsay Gerald, Espo. Saul passed the ball, we hit to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. Y'all always wreck the family. Rally in the back.